I'm a 20-year-old man. What am I supposed to do? How are y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your host of the Across the Cowboys podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. And to our regular listeners, welcome back. With me, as always, is my co-host, the greatest co-host in the world, Mike the Pig Crumb. Mike, how are you? I'm relaxed. I want to put my here, man, As long as you're here. On. Do it. Go for it, man. Let's. This is going to be an easy episode. Just, just get relaxed and uh, you know, do your thing. If I turn that on, one, it's 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 not loud, but it'll make too much noise for the pod. I don't want that. Yeah. And the other is I'll probably be I would be out. Or you'd hear me going, oh, oh, because it'll hit like a spot that hurts. And I'll oh, go, yeah. oh they're like, this guy's mean that that chair is terrible. I'm like, no, it, it's amazing. It just you need some pain a little bit sometimes. I can't wait to one day sit in that famous chair, Mike. Bro. You won't leave. You won't go back. You won't leave. <laughs> it's it's my like favorite thing on the planet. Is it really honestly? Because I'm a bit. I've always been a big lazy boy guy. Is it is it far superior to a lazy boy? Well, the thing is, I have my my lazy boy is right over here. This is where I sit to regularly yeah. to watch TV or whatever. This chair only I'm in it right now because it fits the with the laptop the way I have it set up better. I like the background better with the Kingdom Hearts and everything. And then yeah. uh, when I want to use it, like when I get up or before bed or after a day of work, then I use it. But I don't just lounge in the chair. I, I don't know why. I just don't. I don't want to like impact it that much. Like right, right, right. I hear you, man. You want to keep that thing. You want to keep that thing in uh, in prime condition. I hear that. Well, Mike, nice. uh, where can we find you on Twitter, sir? Uh, CD Piglet, guys. Nice and easy. Guys, joining us tonight is the best account manager in the world, Mr. Brendan Fergie-Smith. Brendan, how are you? I'm doing just great. How are y'all doing? Doing good, man. We're ready for your terrible food takes. We won't get into that just yet. Brendan, Brendan Breadman Smith. <laughs> yes, Brendan Bread Smith. Brendan, where can we find you on Twitter, bro? <laughs> they can find me at Brendan underscore Smith 26. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. So, guys, although we're a day late from Victory Monday, it's always better late than never when celebrating a Cowboys victory. <laughs> After another dominant victory, the Cowboys improved to 7-3. and three, But I'm curious, Mike, are the Cowboys a slow starting team? They seem to be, at least more often than not. Uh, they've uh, had three and outs in, in – <laughs> you'll get that joke more in a minute, Jordan – uh they've had five opening drives they've gone three and out three of them in losses and then this last game and the game against the chargers were also three and outs on their first drive uh the defense in what was it? i think it was six of the or eight of the ten games has either given up points on the first drive or at least 10 plays on the first drive yeah. so i mean they they seem to be a slow starting team, unfortunately. Hmm. Brendan, what are your thoughts on that? No, I I completely agree with Mike. That it kind of feels like they don't watch much film when they're playing the team, and then it's like adapt over the game. And they also have to dominate even the blowouts. Like, oh well, we're not doing much. That's great. Oh, how the hell do we have twenty one points? Like, how do we get here? It's kind of what happens. It seems so, to be yeah. a common a common theme in the McCarthy era. Here is that something concerning? For either one of you guys heading, you know, as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But the most of the teams you're gonna play other other than the Saints, honestly, are going to score fast and they're gonna score a lot. 
No. Unless, you know, Philly plays like they did against the Chiefs. But, yeah. That it's hard, to, uh, joke, it's hard to play the Niners and have have to battle uphill against them. They're just too good. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's not great. I hear that. Uh, Brendan, did this game impact Dak's MVP chances either way, like improve them or, or decrease them at all? No. He played efficient. And he had some missed passes, but also a lot of drops. Troy wow. Hill – was holding Jalen Tolbert most of the time, but we're not going to talk about that. The refs didn't see it, so we're not going to talk about it. But Troy Hill was wrapped around him like a lot of guys would wish for most people. But other than that, no, it's it's against Carolina. They're 1-9 now, so it, it doesn't matter. Unless Dak went for 600 yards, six touchdowns with no interceptions, then, yeah, I'll get his stat padding, but no, it was nothing. Tolbert and the uh, and the that DB were slow dancing a couple plays there, Brennan. I will agree with you there. <laughs> Mike, what, what are your thoughts there? I mean, did, did uh, do you think this improved or decreased Jack Dak's uh, chances of MVP? <clears throat> no, he didn't go crazy uh, stat wise, but he didn't cost your team anything. Seemed like they went pretty vanilla. He took what they gave him, easy win, you know. So it doesn't move the needle either way. Hear that, yeah. Uh, like Brennan said, Dak was efficient. He did have the two touchdowns. There was a lot of uh, bad drops, and of course, no calls too. But I don't know. It just seemed like, like you said, it was a. We got off to a slow start, and you look at the end score. You're like, man, Dak must have had a really good game, and it, it wasn't really that way. There was a pick six. There was, uh, you know, a rushing touchdowns, which was nice to see from Pollard. But I don't think he really carved up this defense like I thought he might. I agree. Their pass defense was good uh, yeah. going into the game. So, you know, they they do a good job of, of, like, we'll let you get the ball underneath and we'll tackle you, but you're not getting anything big. Right. And they're not going to run some trick plays, new scheme set up against Carolina that other teams yeah. can study. So you just mm-hmm. kind of take what you can get and then you, and then you go on to the next game. I do remember asking myself, I'm like, why do we keep – trying to make all these plays happen behind the line of scrimmage. And then it was Greg Olson who kind of touched on it, explaining why, you know, talking about the Panthers uh, secondary. And then that, that actually helped us set up the run and everything. And like you said, we didn't want to, you know, bust out the trick plays or go too deep into the, to the playbook. So I understand it, but um, you know, maybe had we been more aggressive, that could have, you know, padded his stats there in the third, the third quarter, had those garbage time, third quarter stats that, you know, people like to claim Eddie house. Yeah. The third quarter. Amazing, dude. No, somebody said somebody on Twitter legitimately was like, see, they threw the first two, three downs against Carolina because they're trying to pad uh deck stats. I'm like, bro, the first drive? God, I'm dead on I'm not even making that up. Wow. Pad statting on the first drive of the, after kickoff. That's something else. That's a new one for me, Mike. Yeah, that that's that's a head explosion emoji. Yes, sir. So we saw your guy Bland, Mike. He, four, no, he has he had his fourth pick six of the season, and the way he's playing is he now in consideration for defensive player of the year? Yeah, I mean I don't see how you have him past second. Like Miles Garrett's your defensive player of the year. That guy's crazy right now. I, I don't even know. I don't even know if there's a discussion past him, but if there is, it's Deron Bland is the next guy because he's doing something that nobody's yeah. ever done before. You know. And um, and the thing is, is um, the uh, 
what was the bullshit the, the yards allowed or whatever you know that they did for Trayvon the year he had 11 interceptions you can't even get that on Deron Bland like that guy yeah. is allowed the lowest passer rating uh by quarterbacks targeting him he's given up one touchdown it was the one the Devonte Smith um at least by by a couple of sites uh they say one touchdown so yeah I think he's I think he's right there Dude, that touchdown to, to Devontae Smith, though, against the Eagles, that was just – it's hard to beat a perfect throw. I mean, it was better coverage, but a better throw. I can't really put that under Ron. Yeah, it was a great, great, great players, great teams make great plays. That's an all-pro quarterback throwing to one of the best second wide receivers in the game. You shake your hand and you go, good one, you got me. I'm going to get you guys next time. Yeah. Brendan, what about you? Is, is Bland in the uh, Defensive Player of the Year conversation for you? Well, first off, he should be. There's no yeah. way he's not. But yeah. honestly, after seeing Diggs give uh, get 11, all, double digits in one year, that's insane. I it's just it's not gonna happen. Like I don't mm. know what's up. Mm. I, I feel like defensive player of the year is an edge rusher stats. Like, like oh, MVPs for quarterbacks. Defensive player of the year is is edge unless a corner somehow pops up. I haven't even seen that in years. But it's edge or bust, honestly. And also, Miles Garrett is inhuman. Did, did Diggs get uh, any nods for Defensive Player of the Year the year he had 11 interceptions? I don't remember that. Uh, I think he got four votes. Okay. Not, not nearly enough. For, sure, after a season like that. So, yeah, I, I tweeted out from the Cowboys account a, you know, something that brought up a lot of mixed reviews, mixed comments. And I thought it was worth discussing because I was surprised how the people who, who actually said that they thought Bland might be the better of the two um, – but you look at all the cornerbacks in the NFL, where does Bland rank among quarterbacks for you, Mike? One. Right oh, wow. now. Right now he's first. He just he's playing better. That's how that position works. There's no like um there's no way to to have it like a, a long-term position because you could fall off so fast at it. Yeah. You know, Jalen Ramsey two years ago is number one. I don't know if he'd be in people's top like 10 right now. Like he, you know, his last year at the Rams and he's been all right. I know he made a few plays this last game, but he hasn't been great. Uh, Sauce, obviously elite his rookie year. Been uh, good this year, but not Deron Bland good. You know, he don't yeah. have those interceptions. He doesn't have the returns. He doesn't have a uh, better passer rating against, you know, he, he, Deron Bland just played better. Uh, shout out to uh, Nosi, who called this a year ago. He was talking about it today on uh, on Twitter, how he said last year that this time next year, you'll be calling Deron Bland better than Sauce Gardner. And I was like, it's kind of right right now. You know, just how they're playing right now, Deron mm-hmm. Bland's the best in, in football, in my opinion. That is quite the bold statement. You, you love the fact that Bland and Diggs are both on the Cowboys. I mean, that's that's incredible, especially, man, for getting Bland in the fifth round. That's that's insane. Uh, for you, Brendan, where, where does Bland work for you, rank for you among cornerbacks well, in the NFL? No, Mike's right. Production-wise, nobody's beating Bland. Yeah. Four interceptions for touchdowns. Are you joking me? He has five interceptions on the year, four for touchdowns. What in the hell? That's insane. But – he does get targeted a little bit. I would still say Sertan, just because Sertan really doesn't get targeted unless uh, it's underneath. That's the yeah. only time you'll see it. Number two, have to go chase somebody. But but right now, production-wise, it's bland. 
easily, but I think overall it's Sertan. I also have to say this because my best friend's a Broncos fan, so I can't piss <laughs> him off. But yeah, no. Uh, Bland's up there with the best of them, and no one can say otherwise. Dude, this hey, last. Uh, inter- uh, I'm ahead, sorry. Uh, how many years is Sir? Is this Tertan's third? Third, third year. Yeah, he was drafted in my good class. He's three. Sauce is two, and Bland's two. Oh he, yeah, young cats are balling out right now. This last pick six by Bland, man, where he was traveling and then made the play and then got up and ran it back. Nastiest one of the four for sure. Dude, my friend Cooper called it. My friend Cooper called it. He's like, you know what? I'm bored. I want to play happy. Interception. And we see Bland jump for it. Like, what the hell? I sprinkled around the room. I'm like, there's no way he called that. It's like, dude, he just scored a touchdown. I'm like, no, he didn't. And I see him all dancing in the end zone. I'm like, what in the hell? So, so filthy. Uh, Brendan, you look at this game, man, 33 to 10. You got to feel pretty good about that. But did you leave this game concerned about anything you saw from the Dallas defense or from Dallas, oh, period? Uh, well, yes, the defense, the run defense. Holy yeah. hell! Can, can we just? I just want to see someone tackle someone before they're going eight yards up the field, please. Like Marquise Bell is playing, but he's better in coverage. Damone Clark is fast, but he's also better in coverage than he is actually tackling and uh, kind of blitzing. But this front, this defense is made for passing. We need to be up by fourteen or ten or fourteen points so they only have to uh, pass the ball. Just tackle him for the love of God, and also stop letting Michael get held. Because he's getting choke slammed every time. Would you bring in Darius? The curses are lifted, man. (laughs) Oh man. Would I bring in Darius Leonard? I asked Cowboys Nation about that. I didn't get any responses, but dude, how nasty would that be to add him to this defense? The type of player that he is. My goodness. How does he? How does a player like that get released, dude? That's just that doesn't make any sense. I'm assuming he asked. He hasn't been playing terribly. He was like, free me, dude. I'm, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. Like, by the time you guys are better, my career, my prime is going to be done. Well, he said um, a few weeks ago, like, I saw on Twitter that he had been upset about his playing time, wondering why he's not getting as much playing time. And, I, you know, the type of player that he is, I mean, at one point he was regarded as at least a top five linebacker, like definitely up and coming linebacker in the NFL. And then you don't hear much of him much about him this year and the and the same and the Colts are actually doing pretty well, you know, all things considered, but you don't hear his name called too much. I found that kind of strange. And then they just straight up release him. You know, you don't see that too often. Mm-mm. And he was never a problem locker room guy, a problem off the field guy. He's a hell of a player. Yeah. So he's one that if they if they could, you know, I'm sure nobody's gonna claim him off waivers with that money. I would be surprised, but that'd be one I'd be trying to sign. And, and you Absolutely. know it's going to be Howie and the Eagles. Just know it. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Mike, you touched on it about the Cowboys having slow starts. You know, in regards to this question here, do you think Dallas has issues being locked in? Like, you know, may, against bad teams, maybe they're they're not as focused as they should be. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it happened both the times they played the top teams, though, too. The top NFC teams, same thing happened. I, I don't know if it's just not if it's just not how they – Brendan talked about it, how they adjust. They get better as they adjust to the game. But they yeah. don't start off with, like, good scripted plays. Maybe Dan Quinn needs to, like, hey, let's see what they're doing. Oh, okay, I know what we could do to stop that. Hmm. Pardon me. That type of thing. So I, I think it I, I always I would put that on the coaches if the if 
they don't have people ready to go right away. Um, I'm always, that's a coach thing. Yeah. I hear that. Well, so, I mean, what other than maybe the run defense, what was there anything else that concerns you about this team? No, that that's it. The run D is the issue. Too many chunk runs for Carolina. Yeah. A common theme we're hearing about the Cowboys is how they beat up on bad teams, but are, are we also seeing that finally a, a healthy Cowboys team? You look at Terrence Steele, Tony Pollard, Tyron Smith. Are we finally starting to see them be healthy, or are we just really beating up on bad teams? Mike, sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Mm, I think they are beating up on bad teams, but I'll say that you could see that there is cohesion happening. The offensive line working together better. The pass game working together better. Uh, they hit a couple of runs. Uh, I thought it was one twenty-yard run. I guess it was two, but uh, for Pollard. But um, yeah, I would say they're beating up on bad teams. But that doesn't mean they're not getting better as they're doing it. You know, working together. That stuff is good for the team. What are your thoughts, Brendan? You have anything to add to that? Well, it's. It's, we are being bad teams. Like, Carolina is an awful team. The Giants, atrocious, even though they did beat the Commanders, which is pretty funny. But um, Crazy. We, you're seeing progression from people that you needed to see from. Tony Pollard finally had something explosive, which we haven't seen in since, I don't even know, not even week one, honestly. Terrence Steele, I am sorry. I was talking so much trash about you, and you handled Brian Burns so well. I was staring at that right side the entire time. He got beat sometimes because Brian Burns is an animal, but he held his own, and I'm like, that's what we needed. That's the type of confidence you need to rock in. We're gonna come. We're gonna play the Commanders because they have anyone, but that Seattle is working our way up. And also, Tyron Smith is back. Just keep letting him sleep. Like, just let him show up for fun. Like, maybe film. Let him hit the weights, and just let him do whatever he wants. He's a grown man. Same yeah, contract. Absolutely. Is he your starting left tackle next year? Yes, it, it, easily. It, 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 but this contract, it's a million a year. No, but it depends on who, uh, who falls in the draft. I would like a young tackle just because I am tired of, like, is Tyron going to play? Is he not? Because you're going to go full. Until... Oh, go ahead, Bernard. I'm sorry. Well, it's like where you can't go full offseason and him not really practicing that much still. It's like, you know, of course, we, we're seeing him healthy for once, which is great. He's balling out. But it's I'm so tired. Like, is he going to injury report? Is he going to pop up randomly with a – is, oh no, he might not play, and then he doesn't play like in the Arizona game, dresses out and still doesn't play. I'm tired of it. So, if you can find someone to draft, yeah, but it, don't raise a pick like you did, even though Schoonmaker had a good, uh, a good touchdown. But don't waste a pick like that. I, I think until Tyron is decides he's going to retire, the Cowboys are going to let him, you know, be their left tackle until that day happens. I kind of have a theory that that's why they won't say that Tyler Smith is the left tackle of the future because they don't want to disrespect Tyron. I kind of feel that, you know, maybe that's why they are so um, focused on, you know, stating that he's going to be the left guard because they don't want to disrespect Tyron at all. But maybe and you tell me I get 11 games and the playoffs of Tyron, what he's been this year, even yeah. though one to two bad games, sign me up. It's For just real, so hard Seriously. to get offensive line. And then yeah. if you draft someone and the left tackle is a monster, great. Like, hey, look, you're going to be the swing tackle. What do you want to do? You know, if, if yeah, I understand if you want to be released or retired or whatever, we got a Tyler Smith again. You know, we need to play him. 
then great. But man, I'd rather have that insurance. For sure, for sure. So, Brendan, you mentioned that uh, you know the Commanders getting beat by the Giants, who are an absolutely atrocious team. Are the Commanders another bad team that Dallas has to play? Uh, they played the Eagles well, which you know most Eagles games have been close. So that doesn't really say much. But like they'll play, they're gonna play close. Like it's a divisional game, so it's gonna be whatever. But that team's not talented on the defensive side of the ball anymore. Dallas should be able to move the ball with decent ease, and yes, it will be a bad team. But like I said, it's interdivisional games. Who knows what's gonna happen? Also, it's Dallas on Thanksgiving. That Raiders game still haunts me. Anytime I think about Thanksgiving, so I hate Who knows? that. That game is. That's one of those ones that even I gotta go. Refs were an issue. Dude, that overtime call, bro. Poor Anthony Brown. Okay. Anthony Brown never. He was always kind of hit, but after that game, like fans really got on him, and it was like, man, dude, he was getting uh, most of that was bullshit calls, you know. Yeah. And the the team never flipped back on him. The the fan base never flipped back on him. The whole time he was here, even when he played well. Well, because you gotta blame someone. Like, you can't always blame the rest. Because then you're some like people are like, oh, you don't know football. Well, I'm gonna blame this guy then. He plays. He plays a uh, starting corner. Also, he was. He hasn't been that great. He was good his rookie year because he was a uh, late round pick. And they're like, oh wow, look at this guy out of Purdue. Look at what he's doing. Mm. But no. I don't know. I feel like he he got hated on a little too much, especially after that that one season. But he was a, he was a solid corner. For sure. Good compliment to Diggs. All right, Mike, before you fall back asleep, um, are the Commanders just another team that the Cowboys have to play again? Uh, No. I'm, I'm going to give them a little bit more credit than that. They're a division rival. They have yeah. talent, um, especially their backs. They're, they're, I'm doing an article on them now, if I could stay awake. And um, <laughs> it is uh, Brian Robertson and, and, and uh, Gibson are – like their most efficient targets in the in the passing game. You know, if you if you combine their numbers, they're almost equal to Terry McLaurin, but they do it on like 15 less targets and they have a couple more touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But the yards and the yeah. receptions are almost equal. And uh you know, they they're not a team you could just if you play like you did early against Carolina, you're you could be in some trouble against the Commanders. They're they've shown in the Philly games that they they are talented enough to hang with with better teams. Over the last three games, they're the number one third down team in football. Before um, the Giants game, I apologize. Yeah. The number one third downing team in football and second to us in passing yards a game. And in the game against the Giants that they lost, they had like. 30 first downs to 13. They controlled the clock for 34 minutes. They they had more um, passing and rushing yards. They just had six turnovers. You turn the ball Man. over six times, you're going to yeah. lose. So, sure. uh, Yeah, you you definitely don't want to get down by, by seven or ten points against an offense like that who could just score – score any any given drive i i agree with you there mike that offense is something to not not something to overlook and you know anytime like like we've seen just from the carolina panthers i mean for three quarters we we saw 
kind of a different team, a team that was playing better than probably they've been playing all year because they were playing the Cowboys. I wouldn't be surprised to see the commander's defense, you know, play a similar way. And we already know what that offense can do. So it's an interesting game for sure on Thursday, but you, you know, they, they did make a couple of trades that would indicate that they're re, they're planning more for next year to trading away a, a Josh sweat and a chase young. Um, did that kind of give up a, uh, be a signal to get that they're giving up on the season for you, Brendan? I I mean, I think they're both also just getting off contracts that they're going to have to pay in the future. Chase Young has been injury prone, so they're like, well, I don't know what they're going to do. Let's see what we get. Did they get like a second round pick? Second yeah, third round pick? Chase Young and a second for – Oh, for Montez. Yeah, okay. I was getting Montez and Chase's Montez. Uh, draft. Yeah. Yeah. But Chase Young's injury prone, so that's whatever. I think they're just getting off a contract so they don't have to pick up the fifth-year option. And Montez was a shocking one. I think they just didn't want to pay him. So I guess you, I guess, no, I guess your answer is yes, they're looking towards the future. But I don't know if you're looking towards the future. I don't know why you trade Montez Sweat. Then I think that could be a cornerstone. But I'm, I'm at that front office. Yeah, true. Mike, what about you? Was that an indication that the commanders are ready for to play for next year and not so much this year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their, their defense lived off their D line, you know, and, uh, and now they only have the defensive tackles. So it, it's a, it's, if they were going to do something, it was going to be very Philly like, where it, it was led by their pass rush and their defensive line helping their linebackers and their secondary. And I think a trade like that said they, they've kind of transitioned to more of an offensive team now. And uh, I think they're like, look, our defense was bad even with them. Why? Why get ready to pay them? Let's just get something for them and and start over. Yeah. So you know, Cowboys playing every Thanksgiving, you're bound to have some historic historic victories, but also some historic losses mixed in there. Mike, can this uh, can a division opponent on Thanksgiving be a trap game? I'm gonna say no, because I, I just feel like how they played against Philly. The fact that, yeah. that what big rivals you are with them and the, Nash, the big stage of Thanksgiving, I would be interested if next Thursday or next, you know, the next game we played was Philly. You know, that may that may make me think differently, but I'm gonna say no. I don't I don't think this game could be a trap game. What about you, Bernie? Do you think this game's a trap game? If it was like uh, this same talent, but on any other team that's not our interdivisional game, I would say yes. Cause like, okay, they don't have much. They have a quarterback that iffy at times. They have a star receiver, but it's anyone can win on any given Sunday, mainly interdivisional yeah. games. The, did y'all watch the Brown Steelers game? Are you kidding? No, thank you. It was, yeah, it was atrocious. And they won. Philly barely beat them twice. We have destroyed. The Giants, because they're even a lot worse than Washington ever will be. But it's the individual game. You'll never know. And also, Dallas isn't, like I said earlier, Dallas hasn't played well on Thanksgiving in recent history. So who knows who's going to show up? Honestly, I yeah. have no idea. How the hell did the Giants sweep the Commanders? No, they didn't. They, they've lost to the Commanders once, and they beat the, the other victory was the uh, Cardinals. They only won two games, right? Giants, uh, Giants, I think, swept. Then they beat them like 14-7 or something in the first meeting. And then – Did me they see. really? No, no I idea. I'll check. I, I didn't realize they played twice already. Brendan, I'll ask you this next one. 
Uh, we, we've seen the Cowboys beat up on, on bad teams this last stretch. Does the defense need another dominant performance to be confident heading into this next stretch of games where we're playing some stiffer competition? I don't. I don't think they need like a dominant win, but they. Uh, were you right, Mike, or no? Fourteen-seven, the first game, Giants, and the second game, thirty-one-nineteen, Giants. Wow, that's crazy. That's uh, insane. Fire Jack Del Rio yesterday. <laughs> For real. Oh, uh, no, but seriously, um. You don't need dominance, but you just need to show that they can. They, of course, they can learn and adapt. If you can stop the run just a little bit better than we have, you see, you just want to see progression. I, I don't need Micah to have two and a half. I would love Micah to have a two and a half sack game. He was a monster, but like I don't need seven sacks from the defense. Like it'd be nice, but like hopefully we don't need that. Don't Bland pick six, even though I have him getting his fifth pick six on Thursday. I t- tweeted that out, but. Really? No. Yeah, so I, don't, I just want to see progression. Like, Dan Quinn's like, okay, hey, we need to stir up here and you see if we can stop the run a little bit better. Am I crazy or didn't the Commanders blow out the Cowboys on Thanksgiving in 2020 when we had Andy Dalton? And, Andy Dalton. Yeah, like, remember that Tony was the Gibson game where they destroyed him? They yeah. destroyed Dalton and then nobody came to help him or anything. And... No, I thought that was the – oh, no, yeah, that, that was. But that was that not Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That was a Commanders game, though. I remember seeing that. That was terrible. And then Zach Martin went out went out that same game as well. That oh. was an ugly, ugly game. But, Mike, do you think this defense needs another dominant performance to to kind of build their confidence heading into the, to this uh, next d- difficult stretch of games? It doesn't need it. Um, it couldn't hurt, but, no, it yeah, doesn't yeah. need a dominant performance. Okay, that's fair enough. Brendan, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the defense of the – of the commanders, but you look at the skill players. Who do you think has the better skill players, Dallas or commanders? Oh, Dallas. Easy. They have Terry mm-hmm. McLaurin. I, I like Brian Robinson. I, have him I No, I have him in fantasy. He's been done. Yeah. He's, he has saved me a couple weeks. You know, I still suck at fantasy. But um, <laughs> um, other than that, not no. Fergie's better than Logan Thomas. Jahan, I love Jahan Dotson. He makes him – Really awesome catches for a small guy, but I like Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks has shown that he can have 170 yards against a team. Michael mm-hmm. Gallup, who, who knows what you're going to get, but running backs they win. Everything, everything else, Dallas wins. CD Lamb is better than Terry McLaurin. Yeah. So, yeah. Could you Dallas imagine wins. if we had if we had CD Lamb and Jahan Dotson? My goodness, that'd be pretty nasty for the for Dak and the Cowboys. Mike, what do you think? Do you think Dallas has Dallas Commanders have better skill players? I have it closer. I have the uh-huh. edge to Dallas. Uh, running backs, Washington. Tight end, Dallas. Uh, yeah. uh, wide receivers. Um, their their third guy is probably better. Samuel uh-huh. is better yeah. than who we have right now, uh, proven especially. But Lamb is enough now better than McLaurin that I would give Dallas the edge because of that. They were closer last year. This Mm -hmm. year, CeeDee Lambs took that step up to Tier 1, and McLaurin's probably still in that Tier 2 next-level guys. Somebody to watch out for, though. Oh, sorry, Brennan. Somebody to watch out for on Thanksgiving, man, is is De'Ami Brown. Don't let him get behind the defense. He could could easily have two catches, 100 yards, and two tighties. 
And they have a lot of uh, they have a lot of chemistry. Him and uh, Sam Howell. Howell have chemistry yeah. from college. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brendan, what were you going to say? I'm sorry, man. Oh no, I was saying and Brandon Cooks. Like I'm talking yeah. about last year, it was Noah Brown and Ceedee Lamb going out wide. Yeah. So yeah. Noah Brown catching strays. He's having a good year out there in Houston, man. I, I'll never forgive him for the Jacksonville game. He had two touchdowns, but that that volleyball interception will always piss me off. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, Brendan, when Dallas loses on Thanksgiving, does that ruin your day, your holiday? Oh, okay. It depends on how they lose. Like, I know we talked about the Raider game earlier. That oh, I couldn't stand to be anything near football. Like I didn't want to watch or talk about anything. I was so livid. I never see my dad. Uh, I'm sorry, Dad, but I never see my dad cuss more on a TV than that game. We were both just looking at each other dumbfounded after everything. So it can, but it all depends on how they lose. If it's a close game, I'll be a little upset. I'm like, damn it, it was a close game. We'll get it next week. But if it's a, if it's one of those blowouts, I'm throwing things. Well, hopefully Mr. Bredman is not listening to this episode as we speak, Brendan. Mike, how about you? Does when the Cowboys lose on Thanksgiving? Does that ruin your day? Yes. Just flat out, huh? Yeah. Ruin yeah. your entire day or just a moment or what? What are we talking here? No, it pretty much ruins it. Like, even after I eat, I'm like, I had a friggin', you know, they couldn't win the damn game. Like, no, it it kills, it kill, it makes it to where the day is not going to be great. And yeah, that's ruining that. it because it's like, no matter how good the food is, the Cowboys couldn't win. Do you find yourself eating more after the Cowboys lose? Or are you like, I'm done with the food. I'm done with this day. I'm just, I'm going to my room. I, I eat the same regardless because it's, I you know, you. Thanksgiving. I got you. Uh, Brendan, does, does Thanksgiving have the best food out of all the holidays? Um, uh, not really because I have no, but my family eats a lot of the same food or for Thanksgiving and Christmas. But we'll have like some things that my uh, aunt makes that are like custom to Christmas, like, like, Pizza sandwiches and stuff. I love that to death. My mom makes awesome meatballs. Hmm. But so I would say Christmas more, actually. I've never heard of the Italian spread on Christmas. That sounds kind of good, though. It's pretty, it's pretty dang good, dude. Mike, what about you? Does Thanksgiving have the best food out of all the holidays? I guess so. I mean, I I, I like Christmas when we do the prime rib, but yeah. um, we I don't think we've done that the last year or two. Maybe we did. Christmas, if it's the big prime rib, if it's not, then yeah, I'd say Thanksgiving. Because the sides, the Thanksgiving sides are always Sweet. amazing. Especially cornbread, biscuits, rolls. <laughs> we're, we're, hey, both of y'all, we're going to fight. Wheat both rolls, wine rolls. White bread, wheat bread. We're, we're no. all we're all gonna meet up one like we're all gonna meet up for the first time. We're all gonna be happy. I'm gonna have this in the back of my mind, and then you're all gonna be like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And I'm just gonna remember that it's gonna be this a fight. You are you are now Brendan Bredman. I mean, there's no way around it. I'm sorry. Just yeah, just Brendan you know. Bredman, and everybody else will understand. And in, in about no, I changed things. <laughs> So I want to say that as far as Thanksgiving goes, man, I was surprised. I thought maybe one of you guys might say Easter or like July 4th because it'll strike me as people who might like to grill out. Um, but no, thanks for me. Thanksgiving is probably my favorite food out of all the holidays just because I only eat it, that type of food once, maybe twice a year. And it is my favorite meal. Thanksgiving meal is my favorite. So I will have to say, I have to say that uh, Thanksgiving does have the best food, but 
close second would be like an Easter or, or July 4th, just because I like I like the grilled chicken, you know, ribs, brisket, whatever have you. Super Bowl uh spread. That was a holiday. Yeah. Honestly, they should. That's like, true. That, 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 that next day should be off for everybody's school or work. It, like, that's not fair. I Bro. agree. Monday after the Super Bowl should be a, a holiday. Mike, uh, what is your favorite appetizer finger food on Thanksgiving? You know the answer to this. Dates, stuffed with goat cheese, wrapped in bacon. It is the greatest so good, bite. Dude. dude, the best bite of food that's ever been created. It's perfect. It's sweet and smoky and tangy. Mm-hmm. It's, oh my God, dude. I would, I, they're so dangerous because they're just little morsels. And yeah. you eat it and it's so good. And it's like, you just want to eat more of it. It's it really is. It's perfect. What about you, biscuit? What's your favorite appetizer finger food on Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, shouldn't I say that for my list, sir? No, but I mean, it might not. It might have made your list, but you know, you can you can count it twice. Well, you know how badly I just want to say bread now for every answer. Like you're gonna ask me every question. <laughs> What's my favorite drink? I'm just gonna say bread. I'm just gonna say a roll, like. <laughs> Um, favorite side. Um, you can get this as a side or appetizer. I kind of counted it as both when I was making the list. But uh, dude, yeah. like my my aunt makes some kick ass mac and cheese. Like Ooh, it's okay. um, it's some pretty good stuff. That's a side. That that's a side. That's not an appetizer or finger food. But we'll let we'll let you, you slide. You, hey, it can be both. It all depends on how much you're eating of it, though. If you have like yeah, a little thing in part of your plate. Dude, we're gonna fight. Like, y'all gonna feel so bad on my top what five. Can mac and cheese be an appetizer? Who eats that? It's an appetizer. I've never. I've, I've seen like mac and cheese balls or like a mac and cheese egg roll or yeah something like that. But I've never heard of just mac and cheese as an appetizer or finger food. But we'll let you Dude, pass this time, biscuit. Mike, uh, Thanksgiving. You know, you're full. You get full on a normal day after eating, but then there's like Thanksgiving full. Are they are they the same thing? Or are they different? Oh, no, Thanksgiving full is different. Thanks, Thanksgiving yeah. full is, it's nasty. Thanks, Thanksgiving it full is, be. you you feel bad about yourself. Like, what? yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. No, no, I'm just, you, you really like, I know I do. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be disciplined. I'm trying to do this. No, you have, you have these plates of food with sides and, 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 appetizers that are main course macaroni and cheese yeah and uh bread and yeah bread lots of bread tons of different bread and then you and then you're like four different pies and you want to you know you want to try a little you know each everything pie. you want a bite of everything yeah yes it's and by the end of it you're just you're suffering it's a suffering pain but like the thing is, though, it's like you know you'll you'll have the finger foods, the appetizers, right? Kind of getting ready for the main course. Then you have the main course. You're like, man, I'm full. But then you find yourself maybe you're getting up to go to the bathroom, or you're going to like get a refill of drink. You might grab a a deviled egg. You might grab some whatever finger foods left out. You might grab a piece of ham, a piece of turkey. You're just like constantly grazing all day. And then you finally have maybe your second plate, and then you have your second plate of dessert. It, it's a it's a long day, man. It's it is brutal. I really try to only have the one meal, the one time dessert, and don't yeah. because I repurpose leftovers. That's like one of my right. things is do different stuff with what the leftovers are. So 
Yeah, I try to only have one plate, but it's like a little of everything on each. And I'm diabetic, so I have to be so like I have to take so much insulin. Golly, Redman, what about you? Do, do you have two different types of food? Do you have Thanksgiving full and normal day full? You, you kind of strike me as somebody who can put down some food, like if you like the type of food. I, I it all depends, like because sometimes I'll go where like I won't eat much like the day before, so I can eat more, and then I'll feel like hell. But there's there's a stuff where like you know what I'm happy, and like you're just you feel good. Other times I'm on the couch. I don't want to move. You touch me, you'll die. But no, that mostly happens on Thanksgiving. Maybe try to leave my aunt's house. I'm like, I don't need to move. Like y'all gonna have to help me to the car here. The worst fool I've ever been was when I was dating this girl, and she had a son who loved pizza. So we go to CC's Pizza one night, and we decided to have a pizza eating contest. I'll never forget that feeling I had, man, trying to beat him in a pizza eating contest. And like she made us both stop because she knew we were both gonna get sick because like neither one of us was gonna let the other win. I'll never forget that type of fool, dude. It was it was gross. It was really, really bad. Like, I I've hate. never, ever felt that way. Straight up food coma for at least an hour. There was there was times where I was uncomfortable at that red sauce dinner. That was, that was like, that what? The red sauce dinner. I think I posted about it on Twitter. I went uh, last week. When was it? It was uh, Thursday. I went okay. Thursday and... Uh, Man, it was good. Four course meal. Mm. But I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I had never been to that one before. I didn't know how it worked and I didn't pace myself well enough. And by the end, I was like, end it, <laughs> end it all. Yeah. I hear you. All right, guys. So uh, if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know that uh, we do this every Thanksgiving where Mike and I, we've talked about our our favorite, like our perfect Thanksgiving plates. We've had guests come on around this time of year and they, they shared their perfect Thanksgiving plates with us. So it's only right that the newest member of the Across the Cowboys family, our guy, Brendan Bredman Smith here, he talks about his perfect Thanksgiving plate. And for those of you don't, who don't know, this is like the... Uh, uh, qualifications if you will that that Brendan has to go by he gets one drink alcoholic or non-alcoholic he gets two appetizers or finger foods two meats three sides and we decided that gravy cranberry sauce and rolls are not sides if you feel differently leave it in the comments and also two desserts so Brendan talk to us man what's your what's your perfect Thanksgiving plate you know what I kind of just want to say rolls I'm a, what if I am a bread man <laughs> Y'all are gonna feel bad when I say my top five now. You, might, I might be changing my top five thankful things. But no, I, it all depends. Cause like sometimes I'm really not that hungry on Thanksgiving. Cause like I'll eat like I'll eat like a late dinner or whatever. I'm just not that hungry. But I guess perfect wise, I am a picky person. So I'm yeah. gonna put that out there. That's why bread was one of them. Cause I you can't really mess up bread. That's right. why it was one of them. But so in the past. I, I'll just I'll just go with water, but I would kind of go more now with just whiskey. <laughs> well, there you go, whiskey or whiskey or bourbon, because okay. you can never go wrong with that. You get right for the game. Appetizers and sides, I feel like are kind of like the same to me, because I'll just have okay. them like either. It, well, it doesn't really matter because you'll have it on the side of your plate. I I'll, I don't eat before. I'll wait till everything's ready, and we'll put things on the plate. And so that's why I put. I said macaroni's. It's like I'll have it with it. So it's kind of like you'll either or when you're putting gotcha. it. So I probably like for I'm 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 gonna combine them so I had two and so it's like five total. I said macaroni, candy, yams, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and cheesy potatoes for mm. you know, appetizers and slash scalloped potatoes. I've never heard about that on Thanksgiving. That sounds good. 
It really is. So, and so five there, sides. So we went with yes, five sides. Yes, I did. I did go with five sides. You know, I'm gonna. You know, I'm not gonna argue. I'm just gonna say yes. <laughs> and what are, what no. are we doing? Double chicken tenders here on on Thanksgiving, Brendan, for your two meats. <laughs> okay, hey, I'm not that basic. Dino nuggets. Dude, don't roast the dino nuggies. Chicken nuggets and meatballs. Oh my goodness. No, but like <laughs> you can never go you can never go by I I kinda well, we do it differently, but so like you can never go wrong with turkey and ham, of course, like as you do it, right? So like yeah. but we we tried is Turkish game in that thing was so moist, it was so good. That's the problem I have with turkey most of the time. Like it's sometimes it's just dry, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna have to chug water while I'm eating this. But my uncle also it makes brisket, and it's oh, pretty damn good during that. I like that. Also, I love barbecue. I will never turn down barbecue a day in my life. So yeah. Whenever you whenever you go to a barbecue spot, do you ever get the turkey? I used to. I used to, but then like it was when I was really younger. Cause I was like, I don't want anything with my food. I don't want to try anything. My dad's like, try barbecue sauce. Just please do it for the love of God. Stop complaining. I tried yeah. it, and so now everything has to be covered in barbecue sauce. So now I eat ribs. A lot of brisket, pulled pork, Jeez. and all that stuff. I was gonna say an underrated meat at the at like a barbecue spot if they do it right is turkey, man. Barbecue turkey done right is even the white meat is like moist and delicious. Dude, Dickie's was actually pretty good. They they don't have one near us anymore, but like Dickie's turkey was honestly pretty pretty good. Let's see, Jordan Stock here, y'all A S E L. I'm about to munch on some magic spoon cereal. I've never had the magic spoon cereal. I heard it's really good, and plus it's like a lot healthier than your traditional cereal. So. Have a have a bowl for me, man. I used to be a big cereal guy. I don't know. Have we ever done our top five cereals? We should do that sometime. Hey, uh, wait. Are the two so the two meats are brisket and did you say uh, Cornish game hens? Yeah. Oh, Cornish. It was. I was trying to. Yes, Cornish game hens. Yes. Thank okay. You, you flipped you. me around on this. You brought some. Ga- okay. All right, Brendan. You you flipped it from your you, non-appetizer you mean- having. You gotta make you gotta make me think more of what we actually do. So I was gonna go just what we uh just basics more stuff, but yeah, we have that and it's pretty it's pretty damn good. And so are it's, do you guys do y'all have like cornbread? Do y'all have the uh like the Hawaiian rolls, Miss Bear's rolls? What, what's the bread of choice at the uh at the uh breadman Thanksgiving spread? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every bread. <laughs> Bro, if you know it, we have it. There we go. <laughs> but no, Facts. dude, no. But my grandma will make these rolls. She'll make them for almost any like big holiday we'll have. But dude, they like my entire family will devour them. My dad's like on a great diet right now. Anytime he sees it, he's like, "Damn it, I'm about to eat." That. But thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Growing up, yeah. man, my family. We always have the Miss Barrage rolls, and like that's just the perfect vehicle for your mashed potatoes. Like that perfect bite of the remains on the plate. Of course, high and roll, high, uh, Hawaiian rolls are have probably taken over now. But man, those Miss Bread rolls, I always Parker, associate those Parker with House, man. Parker House rolls are big. I think they're in the South, but Parker. I never House had. I never heard of heard of or had a Parker House. Look up Parker House rolls. You'll you'll know what they are when they see them. It's the ones with the very brown top. Mm-hmm. Um, and they pull apart and they, they're, they're great for like sandwiches. Like you put the mm, turkey, okay. mashed potatoes, cranberry yeah. in there. Man, an underrated bread is the wheat roll, man. That's a, the wheat roll, dude. So, so, so. See, good. now we're talking about, look, at, look what's happening. We're talking about bread here. We're talking about everything positive <laughs> about bread. You're welcome. I love bread. <laughs> it's just, I love bread. It's just, 
it's not a it's i don't know if i consider it a side unless you did something with I, it the only reason i consider it a side because like of course like, you know those like normal plates will have like different sections and they're like the uh plastic or styrofoam plates and so that's what I think about it. So it's, if it's in a section, it's a side of your actual meal. Like you'll have like your ham and turkey, and then it'll be over here. That's why I counted it as that. I wasn't thinking this is a mainstay meal. Like you gotta be doing this. Like our uh, bread like, side and is mac and cheese and appetizer. We need we need to know this from the. From we the, already know the, the answer. Audience. But we just kind of want to mock. We want you guys to join us in mocking Brendan. So just go ahead and leave comments and go on Twitter and like, bro, breads is a side and mac and cheese is a. Don't get me wrong. I love the idea of mac and cheese as an appetizer, but like it's not like rolled and fried or anything. Like mac and cheese is either a main course or like one of the greatest sides of all time. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Okay, here we are with our uh, views from the sidelines, Mike. We had a two-parter here, but I think we're going to just stick with one, actually, now that I was thinking about it. Um, the question is – hmm? I just looked at my notes. I never – I couldn't figure them out. And I passed out. Like you seen, I fell asleep literally on the pot again. Yeah, I'll figure it out as we go. Sorry, views from the side. No worries, no worries. Um, has Micah added another element to his game now that he's had to play more linebacker? Uh, not really. He just is more of a weapon of a pass rusher because you yeah. you don't know where he's coming from. But he be yeah. pretty much is the same. You know, defensive end, the same stuff. You just you do it different as a blitzer. Which is what he yeah. did from Penn State. So it's even more natural to him than playing right, right. in, really. True, true. Okay, true or false, Mike? We kind of had a debate, not about this particular pie, but a, but a different one. A true or false, Brendan? Pecan pie is the best pie. I, like I said earlier, I'm a picky person, but no, I'm a chocolate guy. Okay. So I would say no. My aunt makes this awesome like pie that tastes like melted brownie. And it kills. Mm. Man, what type amazing. of crust? Is it in a graham cracker crust? It's still done graham cracker. We've also done Oreo. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It depends on what she wow. chooses. But it's usually Mike. Oreo. My goodness. Mike, is true or false pecan pie is the best pie? Uh, I had true, but like I said, I was kind of out of it. But banana cream chocolate pie mm. is really good. Yeah. Um, it's definitely tier one, but I'll say, damn, I love pecan pie. Maybe. So, so good, bro. Uh, it's a hard one. Yeah, because I love banana cream pie and banana pudding. I feel like you, wherever you go at pecan pie, like if you, get, if you get a slice of pecan pie, it's usually pretty consistently good. Like the good ones are really, really good. And then you get a bad one that's like, it's still pie. It's still pecan pie. It's, it's still solid. Uh, for me, I'm going to go false. I like pumpkin pie with the Cool Whip. A little bit more than I do pecan, and also, man, I love coconut meringue and lemon meringue, and uh, egg custard pie might be my favorite. But dude, pecan pie is is definitely up there. It's a strong debate to have. Also, deep dish pizza that is a savory pie. It is not mm. pizza. It's amazing. It's delicious. I love it. But it is pie. It is not pizza. It's just a savory pie, and yeah. uh, that should be in the discussion as well because that is amazing pie. I think last year we actually ranked our top five pies, and you had chicken pot pie on your list as a yeah. savory pie. And I'm like, man, I don't know how I didn't think about that. And that's what I, had, Brendan I think had I had the dinner. deep dish pizza in there too. I'm not sure. I, Maybe I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, I, I know you for sure had chicken pot pie. Sure. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, here we are with one word. Brendan, the feeling I have when I'm sitting around with family and friends, eating good food, and watching the Cowboys game is blank. I'm, it's, uh, you know, I love, I love my family. It's still stressful. The oh. I'm still going to have is stressful. I appreciate the honesty. I, well, no, because like I'll have everybody, everything be happy around, but we're all staring at the screen. And so, like, I, it's like, it's like any other game during the game. But of course, before the atmosphere is phenomenal and all of it, during yeah. the game, it's like I'm back glued onto the screen. All right, Mike, uh, the feeling I have when I'm sitting around with family and friends, eating good food and watching the Cowboys game is blank. Nerve wracking. Because mm. I'm worried about the game. Same thing. We're on the same page. Simpatico. For me, uh, the feeling I have when I'm sitting around with family and friends, eating good food and watching the Cowboys game, I'm feeling blessed, man. That's how I feel. Lucky, lucky to have the day off. Lucky to be eating good food. Lucky to be with the ones I love. To have, you know, probably have my son in my lap or just sitting with, you know, sitting next to my wife. It's a good feeling, man. You know what makes me feel blessed? Going to bed. <laughs> your chair. This, this. That chair better make your top five. <laughs> oh yeah, it will now. Yeah, it will now. <laughs> it's hard because we had. I know we're about to do top five, but trying to do something that's not family and friends. Yeah, you know, so we do different stuff. It's really hard because yeah. this year has been a lot of family and friend help. That is that is really like you want to key in on that. And so, like, I got now two things, and I've got to like come up with three others. You know, because yeah. I friggin' I had an article to do. I'm sorry. No worries, no worries. Well, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I think Mike and I started this either last year or the year before, but. We're gonna our top five tonight is gonna be the top five things we're thankful for. And like Mike said, we decided that we wouldn't do like have family and friends on our list just because we wanted our list to be a little different. We wanted it to be a little unique tonight. So Brendan, start us off, man. What's what's number five on your list of things you're thankful well, for? See, with you saying that family and friends, that really did throw a wrench in what I was yeah, trying to course. do. I'm like, oh, we're gonna go to but if we're gonna go there, I'm gonna say my new car breaks because my oh, other there ones you go, I my other ones I almost died several times because they just didn't want to stop when it was raining the broncos a pos but we still love it here oh man thank thank god for those new breaks for sure mike how about you number five on your list all right this is the one that i have it's probably number one since it's the only one i came up with but um black friday now for me it lasts all month i i i spend a shit ton of money look at the damn chair like yeah. when there's something I want, I want to get it, but I'm disciplined enough to, I got this on black Friday. So when the black Friday month comes, I put some bank down. I, I put money on it. So I like when it comes down, I, I bought my bed that this is on black Friday. Uh, it was like three G's. I got it for 18. This was uh-huh. 10, 11 G's. I got it for six. My Bowflex uh, was like half off my Bellacore bike was another um, Black Friday. I got 700 off of that. So, you know, get good credit and be patient and buy your stuff at the right time when they'll finance it right. And you could be poor and broke like me and be able to have some nice stuff because I'm patient enough to wait for it to be priced right. And so if it wasn't for Black Friday, I wouldn't have a lot of the stuff that I do have. Yeah, I hear that, Mike. That's a good one. For me, man, I have to go with, I don't know, Brendan, how much you would care about this, Mike? I, I feel like you might care about this as much as I do. Maybe a little bit less, but I'm thankful for my barber, man. To have a good barber, somebody you can trust to give you a good haircut, 
give you a good lineup, get, lets you be reliable, you know, charge you a reasonable amount. To have a good barber, man, that's that's a like a, a cheat code. It really is. It's nice. Yeah, it is. With my face, I need as much help as I can get. <laughs> uh, number four on this list. I have to go with this, man. Uh, Mikey might be able to relate, but nice, nice slash comfortable shoes. You know, ones that you can stand on your feet a lot, ones that you can walk around a lot or, you know, just be active in and your feet aren't don't hurt at the end of the day. I don't know. That's that's probably a simple pleasure, more of a simple pleasure. But that's something I'm thankful for, because I've recently started having some foot problems, man. And, you know, when they start to go away and I can put on my shoes and feel comfortable again, I'm like, man, this is this is something I'm very grateful for. That's a great setup for what I'm going to add into mine right now. Uh, Mike, number four <laughs> on your list. Uh, Lorna, my podiatrist. Um, oh, okay. I, I am on disability because I have neuropathy. For people that don't know what that is, the diabetes thing. It messes with the nerves in your body, especially your feet. The further away you get from like your core, your heart, mm -hmm. the nerves are worse and worse. That's basically how the neuropathy works. And uh, my podiatrist will cut stuff off that she needs to cut off on the feet. She will take care of nails, rubs, iodine. She mm. has, uh, uh, what do you call it? Prescribed three different sets of shoes and inserts for me over the last two and a half years. So that I, you know, when something starts to bother me in a different area, they adjust yeah. the insert, you know, and, uh, it's really been a lifesaver. And when you mentioned the shoes, I was like, Ooh, that's a good one. I got to give Lorna and all the ones at my, at that doctor's office, but she sees me the most. Yeah, I have to say, uh, you know, before we get to your number four, Brendan, um, a couple of weeks ago, Mike, I had my first case of plantar fasciitis. And you talk about terrible oh. foot problems, dude. Oh. I couldn't walk for three days, bro. And it's and the and the thing is, is, is I'm working now again with my disability. You know, I'm working more limited. Yeah, yeah. But as you know, you still got to work. And it's like it's it really is can be stressful. It could be a a strain and then you come home and you're in pain from it and you don't sleep. And then you get on the podcast and I warned people on Twitter, what was going to happen today. I literally put it on there and me. <laughs> well, you, you've done a great job staying awake for the most part through the show, Mike. Uh, number, uh, Redman, number four, what's number four on your list? <laughs> Even though Mike almost fell asleep on his chair, like what? Five, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Um, four on my list, I'm going to go with another car route. I'm going to actually get to go with, uh, my best friend Cooper getting a Jeep. Not for the simple fact it's a Jeep. I was crammed in the back of his two door Audi because his girlfriend was going to sit up front. So I was always crushed in the back. Hmm. And so now I'm thankful I can actually have leg room and also having a, he's going back in his chair. <laughs> but then, it's uh, also, on my list. I might as well get it started. Right. Also. So the Bronco can't travel. And now I don't have to be crushed in the back of a car for like a 40 minute drive. Shout out to Cooper with the flex driving the Audi. Now moving on to the Jeep. Shout out to shout out to your boy Cooper. All right, Brendan, number three on your list. I so I was thinking about this. I, I kind of just want to go through one, but you know, I'll just generalize it. It's all my collectibles. Cause oh, I like it, that. All, all that so you have me doing Legos. You can the it's a I can lower my camera if I wanted to, but the dumpster fire that is my uh tv stand but once it's done being built the dopamine hit hits so hard 
and also they're just great collectibles as well. Hmm, I like that. All right, Professor X, what's number three on your list? Oh, uh, let's just do the chair. I'm using it right now. It could probably be number one, but oh, I just felt my back pop. It's just, it's, mm. dude, just wait till you try this chair. When you guys make the trek up to California, you will be able to use it and you will under, you will come on this pod and be like, no, y'all don't understand. Like, <laughs> he doesn't even do it justice until you sit in it. Everyone, yeah. every single person I've told about this chair, when I told them the price tag, they were like, you have lost your mind. And then they used it and were like, you could have paid double. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's amazing. Yes, sir. All right, number three on my list. Um, you know, I, I didn't really realize it until just probably this year, how, how much I missed these and how thankful for when I have the time to, to uh, actually sit down and do this. But I'm so thankful for movies, man. I don't get a lot of time to watch shows or watch a movie. I got to go see Thanksgiving with my mom the other night. Um, so, I'm, you know, of course, I'm thankful for that. But just to be able to sit down and watch a movie and like kind of turn your brain off or, you know, decompress, uh, you know, it's something it's a it's a simple pleasure that I hadn't I had kind of uh, not taken advantage of in a long time. But uh, yeah, movies, man, the the entertainment you get from them and just the the joy and the pleasure they bring and even the relaxation is is great. <laughs> Mike's gonna make me want to go to sleep. <laughs> it's so comfortable. It's there's a little bit of pain, but it's so comfortable. Yes, sir. Okay, let's move along here. Number two on my list. I'm sure we can all agree on this one, but the internet. Come on, y'all. Where, where would we be without the internet? What would we yes. do most of the day without without it? Oh, I know. I know, uh, I know what Bredman. He's young, so we know what he uses the internet for. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> hey, I don't want to hear Fred. So look, I don't want to. Hey, obviously. Hey. I don't. I don't want to hear the stuff. I have to read the group chat sometimes, man. I don't want to hear it from you, Mike. <laughs> All right, Mike. Number two on your list. Me? Yes. Uh, I gotta make something up. I know what number one's gonna be. What should number two? Oh, coffee. Oh, coffee. Love that, dude. That's an excellent one, bro. Yeah, coffee is great. I used to tell people, um, I don't drink coffee unless I have to pay five dollars for it because I always went to yeah. Starbucks. Now yeah. I have a really good, like, I, I have a foamer, and um, mm, so I use this coffee pod machine. <laughs> and uh, sorry, the backs, it's like really hitting. You're good, bro. You're good, and uh. It's uh yeah, coffee, dude. In the mornings, you don't sleep well. It gives you that energy boost. It gets you to work, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't know what I would do without it. And I only started drinking coffee like ten years ago. Yeah. So I was late to the party. Now I know how great it is. Mike, if you had to choose Starbucks or boba, what would you choose? I don't drink boba. What? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I don't dislike it. I just don't. Like, I barely drink Jamba. I drink a little bit of Jamba juice, but I'm all coffee. I got you. Okay. Brendan, number two on your list, my friend. First off, I thought of an idea. So we when we go to we go to California, right? Yeah. We, 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 uh, so we're going to do, we'll do a podcast episode. But each segment, we someone switches to the chair. It's every oh, segment, someone sure. else is in the chair. <laughs> Other, all right, number two, 
mine, mine's kind of the same with the internet, but I went more of my PC because like, oh, I can, I'm 20 years old. I can, oh, I can play video games, which is a part of it. But I can, I can talk with my friends who I can't uh, hang out with every day. And I wouldn't be able to actually go on the podcast without my PC because I wouldn't have my camera or anything. So, you know, it's kind of the only way I'm, I have a job right now. So, you know, it's pretty important. like it, man. I like, I like it. it. All right, Brennan, here we are. We're See, all of our we're we're wrapping things up. Number one on your list. See, you're gonna feel bad. Y'all are all y'all are gonna feel y'all have been bullying me this entire podcast. We've been talking for an hour. You've been bullying me for, even before the podcast. You've been bullying me. Well, when I first thought of it, I know you said no friends and family, but I had this is my first episode on Thanksgiving, so I had to say y'all because y'all gave me the opportunity to be doing all this stuff. So I appreciate it, it, man. So yeah, I wouldn't be able to do, do talk football. I wouldn't be able to like randomly tweet on Twitter, but I wouldn't be able to do this two times a week with y'all. So I had to put that out there. You know, y'all have been bullying me, so I questioned if I should change it just for this episode. <laughs> hey, if you're if you're if you're not being bullied by the guys you work with, they don't like you, bro. I'm that, sure you no, know that's that. fair. No, that's yeah. that's easily fair. All right, Mike. Before you go to sleep, number one on your list. Can you you guys can probably guess what my number one is? Disneyland. Disney, yep. Disney, Disneyland. Uh, you could do you could do it in any way you Disney want. World, Disney, Disney, entertainment City. wise, you know, you can go see movies. There's shows that they have on Disney Plus. Yeah. It's Star Wars now. It's Marvel now. Going to the park, which I will be there next week. So I don't think I'll be. Um, I don't think I'll be on with you guys until after Seattle, which I will probably get blamed for if we lose. You because will. You we will. don't have a pod for we'll make sure you get for team. maybe we have one yeah. after but this could be my last pod until after the next disneyland trip if so i will miss all of y'all yes sir all right number one on my list guys uh similar to mike's chair uh recently my my wife and i we moved into a new apartment and uh you know with our son kind of still sleeping with us for the most part and we we both had terrible beds we decided to invest in ourselves and invest in a luxury and we bought a new bed and it's like a hospital type bed that vibrates. You can lift up the back. You can lift up the feet. Um, it's a king size bed. It's amazing, man. And you get, it's so soft, so comfortable. I haven't slept this good in a long time, man. So I'm, number one is my bed, man. I'm so thankful for that thing. I love it. I have the same. I have one of the vibrating beds, the adjustable beds and everything. I would like my mattress a little bit softer than the one I got, but they told me it breaks in after a while, but it never yeah. broke into the softness I wanted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a good bed is it's a difference maker. Really is. It's weird because like, you know, my, my son will sleep with us and my dog will sleep on the bed too, like at the end of the bed. And the bed feels so small, but when they're not in the bed and like it's just me and my wife in their sleep. I'm like, this bed feels empty. Like, I can't even reach across and touch her. I'm not trying to flex, but I can't reach my arm, full extension, fully extend my arm and touch my wife. So I'm like, wow, this thing is, like, bigger than I thought, but it feels so small when, you know, my tiny son and my dog are in the bed. That's awesome, man. That's family right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I enjoy this, man. I like doing these lists on uh, Thanksgiving. It's always nice to reflect and kind of think about things that – Maybe we overlook and take for granted. So uh, this this kind of, this this top five put me in a good mood. I can't speak for you guys, but I'm glad that we did it this way. How about we do the pod from this angle from now on? <laughs> hey, if you get a little bit of Disney back down. there, I like this POV. We should do it. If you can oh, hold the, if you can hold your laptop there the entire time, then sure, do it. It's it's good. It's on my see. It's right there. It's on my 
Uh, it's because of the way I'm being gold. It's uh, they put your your they like to have your feet over your heart for a lot of the massage, and so my legs are up in the air right now. And so the only problem is I got this fat. My face is fat. I got to do this. There now we're still handsome though, so don't worry about it. Mm. Well, guys, I think that's the best ever. Yes, sir. (laughs) We're 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 ending on a high note, Brendan. Before we get you out of here, remind the people they can find you on Twitter. They can find me at Brennan underscore Smith 26. Mike, remind the people they can find you on Twitter. At Biscuit King number one. <laughs> <laughs> letter C, letter D, Piglet, y'all. You know what it is. And I'd also like to say I'm very thankful for everybody that supports the show, that tunes in every week. Jordan, Prescott, you know, to everybody else who does tune in and, and show us love, man. Uh, very appreciative of you guys. And um, you know, thank you so much for, for the support. Uh, guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. Uh, we appreciate you joining us, and I'll see you guys next week. I got to talk to Mitch about, oh, he wasn't.